Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let's go down to the sidelines to sell. I am here with head coach Sean McDermott. Coach, first of all, congratulations. Your fourth straight AFC East Division title. Tell me about the second half and your resiliency. Well, the team did a great job. The staff, great plan at halftime, great adjustments. The players stayed resilient, fought their way through. We had some guys going down. Um, I just, I can't tell you how proud I am of these guys, man. Josh Allen, what a leader, what a leader. What about the punt return for Deontay Hardy and what that meant? Game changer. We were looking for that all year. Coach Smiley, Coach Harkey, those guys, man, they took it to heart. They took it to heart. And they executed. Coach, I want you to turn around and see Bill's Mafia. Take a look at it right now. What's that say to you? It's awesome. It's so awesome, man. Congratulations, Coach. Have a great flight home. All right, thanks, man. All right. Hello, everyone back home, man. I know, man. It's going to be fun, isn't it? baby. Bill's Mafia. Four straight AFC East title. Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach right there. The Bills have done it, guys. They're home next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. One o'clock, four straight titles. They do it here in Miami. Back to you. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Well, come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout it right now, baby. Sal really trying his best wrestling announcer uh, <laughs> gig there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm vibing this right now. Josh, crank it. Buffalo's happening now. We're on the moon now. The fields are happening now. They're making it happen now. We've got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. We've got the spirit. Just watch it happen now. Hey, hey. I wanted to give everyone the chance to just scream that in their cars or showers or wherever they were. <laughs> it felt right, yep. right? Yes. Victory Monday. Another victory for the Bills. They finish the season running the table after that Eagles game. They win the division. They're home for the playoffs. 
McDermott there with Sal Capaccio from the sidelines from Hard Rock Stadium from last night. Good morning. It is Football Monday, Victory Monday, brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Jeremy and Joe with you. Here's a, here's a quick statement. I got a stat of the day for you, Joe. It's a stat of the day on, on the NFL that will kind of lead us right back into something about the Bills. So the stat of the day is on turnover in the NFL playoffs because this year it uh, happened again. It happens a lot. Ian Rappaport pointed this out yesterday. Browns, Lions, Rams, Texans made the playoffs this year. Mm -hmm. That is four new playoff teams this year. 34 consecutive years in the NFL with at least four teams making the turnaround. 34 straight years, four new teams get in. And obviously, four teams get in, four teams have to fall out. Right. And for a little bit there, the Bills looked like they might be a team that would fall out. And, of course, they did not. They will be in the playoffs. We knew that going into the Miami game. And, man, for for a game that meant home field and seeding, you you, you knew the Bills were going to get in because of the Titans beating the Jaguars. For a game that did not mean win and in, lose and go home, it had all the intensity of a playoff game itself. We knew the loser was still going to be in the playoffs, and yet right. it was it carried all the intensity, and that's probably the rivalry, the division title, and that's wanting to just thump Miami again. Yeah. Because this growing rivalry that is I mean, it's back, it's all the way back. The pregame intro with Marino and Kelly and the way that they leaned into it on NBC, just leaning into the history of this this rivalry. You know, it's it wasn't lost on me, Joe. The open here's the Sunday Night Football open, Carrie Underwood, and it's the Bills, and I'm, I'm you know, seeing all the stars. And for those that went through the drought, it felt like the Bills were not even in the NFL anymore. Right, you wouldn't know they were in the league. And here they are in game 272 or whatever it was, playing in the biggest spot and putting on a show like they do because their quarterback is a freak show and puts on a show routinely. And some more stats for you. One more before we get to more thoughts and more calls here. Joe Marino had this. uh, Joe Marino, the Lockdown Bills podcast, he joins us on Wednesdays, that in this five-game win streak to close the season, the Bills held the Dolphins, Cowboys, and Chiefs all to under 20 and Mm -hmm. four times had a chance to give up a game-winning or game-tying drive and they made the stop all four times. Four for four. This wow. is the defense that had been the 13 seconds defense, right? McDermott against the Broncos. McDermott against the Patriots and what they're doing out there in Gillette Stadium when they gave games away. Five straight wins. Four of them with game-winning or game-tying drives stopped by the defense. Yeah, and that was yeah that was a thing that they couldn't do middle of the year against bad teams. Yep. And they figured out a way to do that. I, I also was disappointed with all the intensity that that game was last night. I really was here for discussions. I didn't want this, but had we got to the playoffs or got to overtime, how hard Miami might have pushed for a tie because that would have meant Pittsburgh coming to uh, Miami next week instead of the Bills coming. Yes, that would have been fascinating. I think they probably would have done it. Choose your opponent. They should have. They should have. I mean, once you get to overtime, you should have. Right. 
803-0550. We'll go back to the phones, open phone lines for you, and uh, open segment here. we got Sal at 8 o'clock. We'll get the latest from Sal and uh, Chris Brown, 830. Mike in East Aurora, good morning, Mike. You're on Buffalo Bills Football Monday. Oh, hey, good morning, guys. Um, I just want to say, like, how, how, my, how far we've come since 6-6. Six and six. And, you know, I personally at that point wanted to fire everybody, which <laughs> I think a lot of Bills fans in their 40s would uh, agree with. Um, but, uh, man, last night, I, I, I kind of decided, being a stubborn Bills fan last night, that I, I'm just finally all in on Josh Allen. I mean, it took a while, but that guy is hes the best athlete player in the NFL and the most exciting player to, to boot. So I, I just um, – that's it. I mean, we're going to get our bad – get our good. It, it's th- – blood flowing i get pissed about the bad stuff and i'm screaming to the top of the mountains on the good stuff so it's just that any game you play with that guy at quarterback you can win and and uh, and it took me a while but i'm there and i'm just like all my hopes and dreams are on that guy's shoulders and i love it so thanks mike yeah i mean it it, he is uh, he's the driver of a lot of belief as as he should be i mean we can sit here and give credit to Deontay Hardy's punt return, which maybe they don't win it without that, or credit to Christian Benford's interception on the first drive yeah. on that Tyreek Hill run. That's an underthrown ball, which is why Benford gets to it. But he, he's been great for this Bills team, and he might have to be corner one soon, you know, depending on yeah. what's going on with Russell Douglas. But, but Allen, I mean, even though like the Hardy touchdown and they got the plays on defense, again, like we all kind of feel like they should have scored more than they did, and Allen is a part of that too. But mm-hmm. he had, why, why do we all think that? Allen had 426 yards of offense in this game by himself. It's another game, too, where when's the last time, Joe, he led the team in rushing? Because this was supposed to be a year where they could find someone else to take a little bit of what he does. Mm -hmm. James Cook had done that for a lot of the year. James Cook had like 1,600 scrimmage yards this year. And here's Josh Allen in that big moment, in that big game, leading them in rushing again. The last game he led them in rushing was the Philadelphia game. But to be fit, like if you look at the whole year, he only read he only led them in rushing four times. Okay, it used to be eight, and one of those, by the way, was with a fourteen yard performance against the Jaguars <laughs> that he led them in rushing. So yeah, right. Like what did that used to be like last year? For instance, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten times. So he went from ten to four in, in the amount of times he led them in rushing. Which is a little bit of a mission accomplished for the Bills, right? They wanted him to do that less. Yeah. And there's striking that balance about how often he runs, how how aggressively he runs. In a game like last night, you know there is no point in even telling him to take it easy because he's just not going to. No, right. And he made a couple of smart plays, by the way. Let's give credit on late drives. They run the QB power play. Yeah. And he slides out. Two different times he made sure to get down in bounds. Granted, the one of them. That I was said, gonna say, but they didn't catch that. So his whatever. hand was out of bounds, right? Sure, but the point is, both times he he was heady enough to mm. try and get down in bounds, keep that clock running. If it's not going to be a gain, not throw it away, not stop the clock. I thought he played as much as he gets criticized for bonehead plays or risky plays in the second half he was super smart in every way quickly before we get more calls on like the boneheaded plays or mistakes did you think the end of the half throw was a bad a bad decision by him i think it's the exact it's 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 josh allen i mean mcdermott says ball's got to go in the end zone 
which is what Allen probably would have been told. Yeah. Right? Don't throw it short. And then when the throw is on its way, it looks like this is going to be a touchdown. Yeah. And the Dolphins player makes a great play to stop him to one. It's an incredible stop. Yeah. And while you might say that's a good risk, if the coach had said it's got to go in the end zone mm-hmm. because we want to make sure we get our three, then that's a little bit of the Josh Allen ride, right? That's kind of what we sign up for, which is he knows he's not supposed to do a thing, but he thinks he can get it done, and sometimes he can. Mm-hmm. When you get stopped, like on right. that one, you got you kind of have to live with it on a level. I wasn't that mad at Allen, but I thought it was okay for McDermott to be mad at him. Yeah. That, that's, if that's one where, uh, you, right, the, 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 this is Allen, the good and the bad. That's the bad, or the, what can happen in the bad. The good is last year he throws it to James Cook and bleeds the clock down to zero seconds no. at, at the end of the half. And that was also against Miami, I think. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I, McDermott's halftime interview, he was, he was upset. He was, like, he was hot about it. It seemed like he was mad yeah. at Allen, and I think that is okay. It's okay to be mad at Josh Allen. I think every once in a while, everybody is. And in that spot, you've already made two interceptions in the end zone. I really only think one of them really mattered. But sure, I think the coach is within his rights to think, buddy, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> yeah. eight oh three oh five fifty. Dan in North Tonawanda. Hey, Dan, good morning. You're on Buffalo Bills Football Monday. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Victory Monday. I, um, I had a couple things that stood out to me yesterday, and I, I was really happy to see Digs get going again, and the the biggest thing too that was a I for me was a takeaway is all the talk about Jalen Ramsey about he was going to set the tone and about all the you know it's a different team now that he's back you know I really wish that Allen would have completed that throw and didn't overthrow him because Diggs absolutely embarrassed Jalen Ramsey with he he, he froze him in his stands and I mean, he was wide open and and to me for all the the talk about how you know, is Diggs hurt? Is he checked out? Is he, you know, things on that nature. I think he, he really showed that, um, you know, he's fully engaged, especially after the game when they kind of covered their mouths and they're talking, you could hear them saying four more to each other, kind of yeah. recentering that, that mantra, which was great. And then one, one real quick uh, stat I just wanted before I leave you guys is you guys are talking about the different playoff numbers. One thing I saw online, um, I, I've yet to confirm it, but if it's true, holy cow, this is the first time in NFL history that the, the Bills – the Lions and the Browns have all been in the playoffs in the same year. <laughs> yeah. That Shout out Lake Erie. <laughs> the greatest of the Great Lakes. Yeah. Lake Erie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, the Lions. I mean, the Lions lost Sam Laporta yesterday. Did you see what they did? Oh, they lost Sam Laporta, which was huge. Did you see what they did, though, all day, like on social media and like on the field? No. They were just trolling the. The ref from last week about the, you know, the penalty that was called, oh. where I think they threw three passes to offensive linemen. Maybe there was a fourth, uh, like there was a run. Like they they called, they, they just every mo- time they could like throw like throw that in, and the social media account was having fun with it, where it was a picture of. The other linemen, but it's like, oh, this is uh, this is Dan Skipper, but it wasn't Dan Skipper; it was Taylor Decker. Um, so the Lions were really going to bad for that. But well, they lose Laporta, I, which I is wanna, massive. I want to give them a uh, I want, all. I did not know all that. I want to give them a cool story, bro. To yeah. the Lions, like congratulations. Mm. Losing Laporta is tough. 
Real tough. Yep. Meanwhile, the Eagles, I haven't seen the update on A.J. Brown, but he got hurt in that game. Oh, and, and did, so you, did, did you see Jalen Hurts, his middle finger? Yeah. Yeah. Deion Dawkins had a finger, bl- bloody finger. He came back, which was nice. Was that the longest stretch that the Bills have gone this season without a starting lineman on, that, on, on that, the field? That wasn't garbage time? Yeah. I, I think so. Like Van, Ryan Vandermark's been their backup left tackle, I guess, all year, and wasn't that the first time we saw him? 803-0550. Dan in North Tonawanda. Good morning, Dan. Oh, wait, we just did, Dan. Sorry. We'll go next to uh, Alex in Rochester. Hey, good morning, guys. Can you hear me okay? Hey, morning. Yeah, yeah you're good. Yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting. The broadcast kept bringing up the tie situation. You know, to your point, it was really weird. Like, I was so frustrated by it. I'm like, first of all, it's very unlikely to happen, but they kept bringing it up, like, with the graphic, too, of the three teams that could potentially play Kansas City. I just thought it, I thought it was interesting because it was very unlikely to happen. They should have been talking more about the actual, you know, likelihood of, of, of uh, you know, what actually happened, but, um, you know, either a win or a loss for the team. So I thought that was interesting. And then I don't know if anybody else has this relationship with Josh Allen, but like I'm on text groups, right? Like during the game and I'm texting, like Josh needs to settle down. And then like, there's this new feature on iPhone where you can like retract your text message. I don't know if you've seen that. And like, yeah. I'm immediately thinking like on the next play, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, never mind. I don't want to settle him down. It's like, it's like, that's my relationship with Josh. Like, yeah. to the point where I just don't, I don't know what I want from him, but I love it. And he's a gamer. So, yeah. you know, I, 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 he's my quarterback. I would take no, I think everybody can agree. You would not take any other quarterback, even with the first half performance that he had, right? Like, no. he's the guy. Thanks, Alex. My, in my group text, one of my group texts during the game, right? It's people freaking out. And another mm-hmm. another text writes, everyone needs to calm down, including Josh. Everybody in this group needs to calm down. Josh needs to calm down. We're all getting a little, whatever, fired up. Yep. He, he is an experience to watch. And the comparisons are always Favre or Elway, right? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Who else? Is that it? Cam Newton sometimes. But... Okay. Elway, That's man, the it. Elway one hit for me last night as, as being really, really good. The arm strength. The mobility that was, you know, at that time, Elway was not exactly, like you said, Joe, like Elway in today's NFL is not incredibly mobile, but back then he was. Right. Was he, was he, uh, was he like the turnover guy too, though, where like that was always being talked about with him? I mean, the thing. He did throw more really picks is, and touchdowns a few, it's a few times. It's gunslinger. It is, yeah. it is, looks like, you know, he's playing with his hair on fire or any one of these phrases you want to use. And with Allen, you're just you're never not getting 130 percent on on these plays in these big games. Maybe that's what it was last night. The game felt like a playoff game. It wasn't, but we we go through the whole year arguing about what level of burden Allen should take. And then when we get to this time of year, it's like, yeah, whatever you need, bro, just do it all. Take take right. control. Right. Take the wheel, Josh. Just take us wherever you can you can go with this whole thing. Let's get to Mo in New Jersey before the break. Good morning, Mo. Good morning, gentlemen. It's always lovely to talk to you on a victory Monday, especially after last night's victory. Um, you know, earlier in the season, my brother is a huge Dolphins fan, and we were discussing the the ceiling for the Buffalo Bills with Sean McDermott as the coach. And, you know, he was telling me, you know, the Bills, they're just never going to take that next step. This year it's Miami's year, so on and so forth, right? And I started to buy into that 
and and you know we were six and six heading into the bye. I'm thinking to myself, even if we make the playoffs, this team is just there's there's so many flaws with this team. We're not going to do anything in the in the uh, in the playoffs. But I want to give a ton of credit to the job Sean McDermott has done over the last five weeks of the season. Last night in that second half, we did not give up a single point. And that was with all of the injuries we sustained throughout the year and even last night. Like, Balen Spector's seven yeah. snaps during the year mm-hmm. steps in, makes critical run stops. He was, like, it's just a credit to the coach. You give the players the credit. But for somebody just to be plugged in and playing in a big game like that and making big run stop after big run stop and, you know, just the defense coming together. Dane Jackson, too, a guy who has played maybe 12 snaps since we've got, we uh, traded for Russell Douglas. He came right in. Professional. These guys, the coaching staff, specifically start with uh, McDermott, have done a wonderful job down the stretch to put our guys in a position to be where we are now. We're the two seed. What's happened during the season now no longer matters. It's a new season. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down. Down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And we have one job ahead of us, guys. Beat the Steelers, yep. Thanks, Mo. Yeah, the, the guys that come up, Sal talks about this a lot, and we'll, we'll I'm sure talk about it with Sal at 8. Player development, Chris Brown, I know, talks about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Player development, guys that come up and are able to fill the roles, whether that's – I just keep wanting to talk about Christian Benford and the, and the player he's really yeah. turned into. Uh, but, you know, at linebacker, losing Milano, and it took about four or five weeks, and then all of a sudden the Bills had their answers. Taylor Rapp made that huge that, – and that's a great catch for Taylor Rapp who, I don't know how many plays he's really made this year. They signed him as a third safety for cheap money. We always wondered how he would fit in, and he makes a huge play in this game as well. So it was, it truly was, I mean, it's a lot about Josh Allen, Joe, but it was a, it was a game about depth. It was a game where a lot of their depth pieces came up big. Yeah, defensively, again, especially, right? Like, they they had they had another really good day on defense against a really good team. Like, of the playoff teams that they've met, like Dallas they played great, and Kansas City they played great, and maybe the totality of the first Miami game was pretty good. This one was a lot better. They they did that to a Dolphins unit that, yeah, was banged up, but still Tyreek Hill on it for yeah. the whole game, really, until the end when he really had to, had to leave. And with Benford and Dane Jackson and Balin Specter, like how many of those guys playing defense were like the plan? Was Benford the plan? No, Elon was the plan originally. And was Dane Jackson the plan? No, Douglas was. But like Balin Specter, right? We just got this seventh round linebacker in there that's getting in the backfield and making plays. So there's, by the way, there's Vaughn again out there in important spots at the end, just not getting pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Still weird to me that he's out there, but like they, they, they did it. They, they held that unit, even being injured. They still held that unit to 14 points. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Spot track tweeting moments ago. Deontay Hardy's ninety-six yard punt return for a touchdown raised his yards per return to a threshold that secured him a quarter million dollar bonus. So good for you, yeah, Deontay Hardy. Thank you. And Bills fans are happy about that punt return as well. It is Buffalo Bills Football Monday. Victory Monday brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. More of your calls. We're open next segment. We'll blast through as many calls as possible, get you the electric play of the game, and uh, keep rolling on this good, good Monday, Victory Monday, AFC East Championship Monday on WGR. Back to pass, pressure coming, heaves it down the left sideline, looking for Diggs, and he makes the catch over Eli Apple. Holy cow, I can't believe he got it. Backing Hardy up to his own five. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20. 25, 30, he could go. 50, 40, they're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown, and we're an extra point away from a tie ball game. Chris Brown on the call, the electric play of the game, brought to you by Town Mazda and Town Hyundai. Check out their exciting line of EVs at townauto.com. It is another Victory Monday for the fourth consecutive year. We're talking about the Bills as AFC East champs. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi with you. Josh Schmidt producing. Your phone calls are welcome. 803-0550. We'll get to Sal Capaccio at the top of the hour. Chris Brown in about an hour from now 
as the Bills win in Miami a dramatic game, a great game, a memorable game. Mm-hmm. And here's one thing I wanted to look at as we dig deeper into the box score and the stats. This is another game, granted, an injury is why. It is a game where Gabe Davis goes zero catches. Yeah. I really think if he had played, he would have gotten more than that. But, Joe, if you want to look at the Bills' passing efficiency in this game. So Allen finishes 30 of 38. Yep. And catches to targets by receiver. Ready for this? Yep. Shakir, six catches, six targets. Diggs, seven catches, eight targets. Kincaid, seven catches, eight targets. Sherfield, three catches, four targets. Knox, two catches, three targets. James Cook, three catches on four targets. Hardy, one for one. Ty Johnson, one for one. G- Davis was 0 for 2 before leaving the game with the injury. But and they were both picks. Yeah, right. The, but the the efficiency of throwing to Shakir, of throwing to Sherfield, mm-hmm. getting Diggs active again, it is remarkable how they were able to do this. Let's go to the other side. Flip it over to Miami's side of things, where their primary target was Tyreek Hill. He was seven catches on 13 targets. He had 60 at halftime yeah, and got shut down from there. And it's another game where a Sean McDermott defense holds Tyreek Hill way under his expected yardage. Yeah. His over-under was 95 or 97. He came out with 82. After looking like he was going to have a big day, they really put the clamps on after that. Yeah. Has he, has he ever hit the over against Sean McDermott? I don't think so. The, the Davis part of that, I mean, he – him not being on the same page in that first play, like I, I, maybe he would have got more targets. I don't know. I think maybe the quarterback doesn't have a lot of faith in him right now. I mean, how how could you? There there are mental errors that happen between those two all the time now. Yeah, and you know, like Cook Cook is gonna be like it doesn't end up mattering yesterday. Although you might have felt like it was mattering for a while. That drop on the touchdown, he had one against Philadelphia too. Man, I, I don't – we're how many Bills fans like, – if we can go into our group chat we l- would like to do. The, my group chat was filled with that's going – that's going to – if that happens to James Cook in a big spot in a playoff game, like a fourth quarter or something, then he's never going to hear the end of it. He's, he's almost lucky that this one came in the second quarter. There was enough time to forget about it. Yeah. Shades of – I had people write to me on Twitter, shades of Ronnie Harmon, like big drop and big spot. Like you just – it's tough. We'll see what this receiver core can do with Davis down if they find a new version of themselves, run more spread, more 11 personnel. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if Davis means more 11 or less 11 or 12 or whatever they're going to do. Dawson Knox getting on the field. I mean, he caught a touchdown. It's a nice play for Knox. You know, while Dawson Knox doesn't have the highest efficiency in this offense, and, you know, there might be some questions going forward about how the Bills juggle all this, Allen consistently throws it to Dawson Knox, and – you know, he made two nice catches in this game, including the touchdown. Uh, does it before we get to calls? Does it matter if they don't have a Davis replacement? Like, is well, it they, yesterday? They, get, they don't, he, right? I mean, it's Justin Shorter is your best chance at it, but his season's over. You right. shut him down, right? Well, so. like Sherfield would be the guy for that, and like he'll play. But what I mean is, if they get those games from Shakir, Diggs, and Kincaid, I don't think it really matters who their other outside receiver is. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it depends, right? Like. A, a game against Baltimore might be a little different than a game against Miami. Baltimore's sure. defense is great. The, the Browns. The Browns have one of the best defenses, and I'm not exaggerating here, ever. Mm. It is a great defense. What can you do against them? We'll see. 803 Back to our phones here as uh, 
we connect with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Randall on a cell phone. Good morning, Randall. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to Victory Monday. Victory Monday, indeed. I don't know whether it's a laugh, cry, <laughs> roll up into a ball. Last night, it was uh, it was a great game. Um, you know, some mistakes here and there. Remind me of the San Diego, excuse me, the Chargers, LA Chargers game, and um, you know it's it, they came out on top. All phases, you know, they were all they were clicking towards the end of the game. The question I have is, um, they played Pittsburgh home opener. Was that two years ago, three years ago? I know that Roethlisberger was in the game, and uh, Allen showed uh, some miscues during that game. And you know, each game is different, week to week league. Well, what do you see as the challenges for um, the uh, the Bills against the Steelers this week? Thanks, guys. Yeah. Joe, here's what I would say about the Steelers. First off, T.J. Watt is likely to miss, right? He's got a grade 2 MCL sprain. Yep. So that's a huge loss for them. The Steelers, you know, what am I worried about? They've started to throw it to their good players. And, yeah. you know, before that they were just, I don't know, the Matt Canada offense, they're still not very good. And Mason Rudolph is not exactly anything to get too concerned about. He might be their best quarterback of the three, which is why he keeps playing and they keep winning. Do they get in if they have to play a a fully, well, a Ravens team that's trying? Probably not. But the biggest threat I would see would be Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Like, I think those two guys are both really good. And if Mason Rudolph decides to just wing it and throw it to them, then you never know. But on the defensive side of it the Steelers defense I mean they're down a bunch of playmakers and they've not really been good this year anyway do you know what their record is without TJ Watt since he oh. since he joined the team no it's one in ten okay one go. in ten yeah eight oh three oh five fifty we'll see we'll get we'll dig more into Pittsburgh I, I you like you said earlier Joe we've had a ton of fun mocking the Steelers <laughs> the entire year for uh-huh. being Horrible! I can't believe they did it again. I mean, I I should, but... That they made the playoffs somehow? It's unbelievable. It's annoying, too, but it's unbelievable. I I don't think that they're as horrible as they were earlier in the year. You know, trying to prop up Kenny Pickett as some sort of winner and gamer as he throws for 147 in a touchdown. Like, that's not happening anymore. They're still very conservative. For instance, last night, on the final drive of that game for the Bills before they kneel it out. When McDermott goes for two fourth downs, Tomlin doesn't even consider either one of those. No. And anywhere in the game, Mike McDaniel had a really wimpy punt in this game that I thought, if you want to play with the guys that are going to be going for it and on that level, you got to go for this fourth in inches. And he gave up on that. He punted that away. So you, the, the, the Steelers are playing with three, down, three downs on most of the field. And the Bills – Last night especially, he went for three fourth downs, including one at his own 35, which, like, that's the biggest one we're going to be pointing to for a while for anybody that thinks McDermott is too conservative. You could still think he's too conservative, but by league standard, he's not. He's he's going for things, and last night was a huge spot to do it. 803-0550 to Joe and Amherst. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, did you th- did you feel that uh, Miami's uh, defense was really over pursuing against the Bills' running game? Um, how do you mean? Like th- th- there was more room to go up inside? 
<clears throat> no, I mean that they were just like selling selling out to the run. Like, oh, they uh, they had time. there was that one safety I forget the name of that like three or four times I felt like shot in into the backfield and had Cook for a loss. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that they could have done like a little. I, I'm not sure what the terminology like. Maybe just do like a reverse, just to really maybe call off the dogs. I thought that could have been maybe an adjustment. I don't know. That was just sort of an observation. The only other thing I have is I think. I like the tush push, but I think they got to get a little bit more creative uh, with that, and uh, maybe dig mm. something a little, a little, dig out uh, maybe a little deeper in the playbook on something. Well, now that now that more teams are doing it, thanks for the phone call, um, Joe. Now that more teams are doing it, there, there's been a a belief around the league. Well, first off, it's been reported that Goodell hates it and wants it gone, yep. and. Even though the Bills got two out of three yesterday, one of them where Josh Allen is lifted and or whatever jumps to get it, I've seen it suggested that it, it should go because it's bad television. And I don't disagree with that. Think about the spot on the one that they're short on, right? Mm-hmm. We're wasting all this time. It highlights the inefficiencies of the chain gang. It highlights the odd in-between range, Joe, of – forward progress versus where's his knee down. It's like all these things become cloudy in a play like that, and all they have to do is say you're not allowed to push the quarterback from behind, and we'll just go back to the quarterback sneaks we always used to have. Right. And that's, that's, to me, they were not like this. Right now it seems like offenses think they have a cheat code, and often they do. But Mm -hmm. I don't don't love it. I said earlier that I I liked the play where the Bills had Allen – in the shotgun in an empty backfield and had him take it and run it into a more spread out defense. Yeah. He's he's still big and huge and runs through people. I don't do I need people pushing Josh Allen? I don't think you I don't think you need it. I, I don't think I need it if I bring the defenders to him. And if I spread everybody out, well, I don't right. think I have you, to push him. You only need it if you're doing it the way they were doing it, where he's jumping into the air. He's basically he's basically jumping into the arms of the linebacker, and now it's a shoving match between the Dolphins linebackers and whoever the Bills are lining up behind Josh Allen. Yeah. All right, break time. 803-0550, thanks for the calls. We'll continue rolling here. 803-0550, Sal, top of the hour. Victory Monday in Buffalo. A great, great, great day to be a Bills fan. Last night, a great night to be a Bills fan. We'll talk about it with you here on WGR. Fakes the handoff, throws it over the middle, and it bounces high in the air. It's caught by Trent Sherfield for the touchdown. He looked like a center fielder in a baseball game. It got deflected at the line, popped straight up in the air. Sherfield spotted it and pulled it down. You can feel his vibe. You can feel the vibe of the offense out there, just a different energy. And the ball finds you, and Josh was doing a good job. It looked like to me going through his progression, and he was playing the position at a high, high level, and he's as good as there is when he does that. Bill's head coach Sean McDermott, Locker Room Audio, brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC plumbing and electric needs. Bill's 1 o'clock Sunday against the Steelers, which, Joe, I'm very excited about that time slot. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Sounds great. Yep. Which first-round game are you most excited for that's not Bills and Steelers? Uh, probably toss-up for me between – actually, tie goes to the, 
the opponents that the Bills could see. Probably Chiefs and Dolphins would have to be number one. Okay. That's Saturday night. The weather, too, will be maybe cool for that. Snow and zero degrees for that one. So you could get a picturesque game. Other than that, I was going to say Rams and Lions because yep. Matthew Stafford going into Detroit and and beating them in the playoffs would be like the meanest thing he's ever done. <laughs> it, would be, it would be incredible. I think I'm, I'm on Rams-Lions as the one. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm most eager to see. Texans-Browns is very interesting, too. I think the whole slate is about as good. It's about as good as you can get. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I think it's pretty good. Even the and, right, the Stroud making the the AFC South s- Saturday special kind of interesting. Yep. You know, I, I the only game to me that like what's the least ap- the least appetizing game is probably the Monday night game. Eagles Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if the Eagles complete collapse finishes yep. out. I mean, they look terrible. Meanwhile, Cowboys and Packers, don't sleep on the Packers, whose offense is cooking now, and Jordan Love looks pretty good. I hate them. Yeah, well. They just, they just another quarterback. <laughs> they just found another quarterback. I, he, he's not, you know, so good that it's like they found an elite guy, but he's, he's, it's year one for him. He had about as good a year one as you could ask for. And the dude, the thing that would intrigue me the most about him becoming like a legit great quarterback, like the top, whatever, top, however you want to say it is that the guy throws the ball deep all the time. Like, he's not afraid to sling it, and he's got the arm to do it. 803-0550. Sal, when we get back, after, of course, landing in Buffalo last night with the Bills, had fans at the airport. We'll get his thoughts on, you know, everything from the fan greeting at the airport to the game itself, of course. We'll dig into it, get the injury report as well. So Sal checks in. When we return, it is Victory Monday, Buffalo Bills Football Monday, presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Sal and phone calls, Chris Brown, all coming up next hour here on WGR. As a receiver there, it's Kincaid, and he makes the catch at the 38 in Miami territory, and he's down to the 35-yard line. Melvin Ingram got victimized in coverage. It's a huge first down for Buffalo. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.